what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. We're going to talk about 10 things 10 things that limitless people do. I actually did a speaker series last night and I was talking to a group of women and I tailored this specifically to 10 things that limitless women do, which is really an invitation for us to remove limits in any area of our lives. And often we are the ones that are creating our own limitation specifically in our mind about what we believe is possible and about how things are going to go. And then we fall under the influence of limits and limitation when we don't have to live that way. That's the reality. So I'm going to switch it up today and talk about 10 things that limitless people do, which aka I would definitely call this the children of God. Okay, and I'm going to break this down on the front end for you. But really and truly, what is interesting to think about is that our potential and our potentials, our our insides, right, are limitless. What we are capable of is limitless. However, we are not actually as humans, human beings in the world, we are not trained to believe this, to think this, to walk this out at all. We are actually trained and conditioned in the opposite. We're trained to operate within the constraints of limits. That's just how we're trained. So it does require getting super clear on what being limitless looks like, feels like, is, so that you can train yourself out of bad programming and bad conditioning that does not serve you. That's why it's quote unquote bad, okay? But your potentials are limitless. And I really want to clarify this. It actually says in 2 Corinthians 3, 5, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. So me, in and of myself, I am not sufficient. I am not qualified. I am not enough for a lot of the things that I face, right? But God qualifies the called and my sufficiency is in him. So in the beginning, and oftentimes, this is a trust fall. (laughs) This does not always feel true, but it can be something that you know and that you operate in. So the word sufficiency means competence being qualified enough to be able. So we are confident, we are competent rather with God. So when scripture says our sufficiency is of God, it means our competence or our ability is of God. And this is grace, right? Grace literally means divine enablement. 
okay? So no matter the challenges life poses before you, you're more than able to face them and win. And that creates a very exciting life because it's a life that is literally without limits. And this has nothing to do with your human ability or connections. It's all about the Christ life in you. Okay, God has given you a life that makes you more than a man. There's a divine energy working in you and it doesn't burn out. Neither does it require replenishing. You literally just connect with it, tap into it. That's why I always say God's vibes matter. So you refuse to be limited by your physical ability, by your own thoughts, by your own feelings, by the opinions of man, right? You refuse to be limited because the Holy Spirit, the source of all strength, lives in you. The spirit of might himself lives in you. And that is why I can confidently say your potentials are limitless because who you are connected to, who literally is living inside of you. God's glorious power works in you mightily to achieve results that are beyond human ability and comprehension. Don't believe me? Read Colossians verse 1, 29. Okay, and what our challenge is, is to affirm this in our life always. It's going to be so easy not to, so our challenge is to constantly affirm it. So if you take advantage of this divine ability, it'll make all the difference in your work, in your relationships, in, frankly, whatever you do. You'll go further faster, and you'll do far more excellently than your physical ability can take you. So you don't have to feel, you can acknowledge the feeling, but you don't have to stay in feelings of incompetence, inadequacy, or incapability, right, for any task. Christ, God, is your sufficiency. Therefore, by his ability to work in you, you can do all things and you're up to any task. So the the challenge here is to refuse to be intimidated, to decide not to partner with fear, to talk yourself into bold and courageous moves, to declare who you are, what you have, and what your ability is in Christ. This is important because if you don't affirm it, you'll not experience it. So you do have to speak it out. You need to declare your sufficiency and remind your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, which if we don't control them, they just run around like crazy, right? But if you, if you can speak life and you can, if you can speak truth and declare it over you, you'll have a very different outcome, okay? So there, there's some great scriptures too that I can even highlight, but here's just a couple. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. 2 Corinthians 4.7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Colossians 1.29, which I referenced before, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Okay, so this is just a reminder that our limitlessness is not of ourselves. It's of God and it's of who is living in us, who we're connected to, who we're partnered with, who we live from, right? Our, literally our source, our life force comes from God. And the more we're connected to that, the more we're empowered and given this divine enablement, this divine energy to do things that are far greater than we could ever do in our human 
capabilities or capacity, okay? So transitioning into 10 things that limitless people do. Are you ready? Let's do it, okay? So limitless people, number one, they own their story. They own their story. What do I mean by this? We have a tendency, specifically if we've gone through pain, if we've gone through grief, if there's things that we are ashamed of, maybe we disappointed our own self or we disappointed others. We have a tendency to block those things, to hide those things from other people, to push them down, to not deal with them, to separate those things from ourselves, to act like they didn't happen at all, or that we got over it, or that we processed it, or that we healed from it, but not actually heal, not actually learn the lessons and glean the understanding and the wisdom from what happened, right? We have a tendency just to push it down, separate ourselves from it, pretend that it didn't happen, yet when we do that, it holds us back. So owning your story means owning all parts of your story. Everything that you've been through, everything that you've experienced, it all brought you to where you are today. It all served you in becoming who you are today. And it's a part of your story. And there's lessons in wisdom in everything that happened. Not that it was good, bad, right, or wrong. You don't have to label it and assign judgment. But you can actually acknowledge that it happens. Because here's what happens. When you own your entire story, your life, how you were raised, the experiences that you've been through, the education that you've studied and and really grown in, the knowledge that you poured into your mind, all of that. When you own all of your story, what happens is you actually become very clear and empowered about how you are here to serve and to contribute and to advance the lives of other people. Okay, so your breakthroughs right? Your testimonies are like keys that unlock destinies in other people. That is not something to play with. That is so huge, right? Your breakthroughs, your stories and testimonies of overcoming, you having been through something makes you human. It makes you real. It makes you relatable. And you being able to share the lessons share the insights, share the wisdom, share the gold from your story with other people operates like a key and unlocking different things in their life, right? So think about it. You could be the person that is literally breaking off limits in other people's lives. They don't have to go through the same pain, the same struggle, the same suffering because you already did that. (laughs) And you will be so fulfilled when you can actually show up and serve people with your lessons so that they don't have to go through those same years of trauma or pain or anxiety because you are an example of what's possible and you are an example of another way. And you can model that way by being willing to own your own story and share that with other people, okay? So limitless people own their story. Number two, limitless people believe big and live bold. They believe big and they live bold, okay? So believing big is 
really leaning in to God will do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all you dare ask, think, or imagine. Okay? So believing big is daring to believe. It is daring to dream again. It is daring to ignore the lies, the opinions, often the well-meaning judgments of other people and go for it. Go off what you know in your spirit to be true. Okay? There is a knowing inside of all of us. We just have this knowing when something truly lands. We just know that we're supposed to go after that thing or pursue that thing. We know we are made for more. We know we are designed and destined to go after that thing, right? But what we do is we let opinions of man create confusion for us, right? To to take us out of what we know and that in and of itself starts to create confusion. We allow ourselves to become discouraged because of the time frame or because it looks like circumstances aren't changing and shifting yet. We don't see what God is doing behind the scenes. And we stop believing. Oh, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. It's not working. I'm not enough. It's just not going to work out. We start bullying ourselves basically in our own mind and we don't believe big. But if that's your standard, that's just what limitless people do. That's not to say that there's other things that we can believe, but limitless people just bring it up. We believe bigger. And when you believe bigger, that is what actually expands your capacity. When you're willing to, what the Bible says, simply believe, right? It will be according, it will be ye unto you according to your faith, right? So when you are willing to believe bigger, when you are willing to put your faith to work, when you are willing to rise higher and see from a heavenly perspective, you start to build up a holy boldness on the inside of you that will actually give you fuel and divine enablement to take what I call our faith moves or power moves every day. Okay, that thing that you're like, I don't know if I can. Well, when you're partnered with God, you absolutely can and more. Right. So when you are willing to believe bigger, when you're willing to go higher, right, partner with God, then you're actually given an enablement to live bold, live bolder. And we are in a time and a season that we need believers that live bolder. Okay, we need bolder believers for sure. Number three Limitless people rule their day. Limitless people rule their day. Okay, so what this comes down to is all of us have an atmosphere. Okay, and your atmosphere is made up of your thoughts. It's made up of your feelings, your emotions, quite literally the energy that you're putting in motion. And it's made up of your will and what you decide to act on and what you don't. This is your willpower. Your willpower, when disciplined, you can train it to obey your spirit rather than your flesh, okay? So you have an atmosphere. Now, when we get it twisted is we start getting involved in other people's business or we start getting involved in God's business. So I like to say there's three types of business. There's your business, there's my business, And there's God's business. And when we start mixing them, we become double-minded. And a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, right? So that's that's not good. And what we have a tendency to do is we become experts at trying to manage God's business or trying to manage other people's business. And we completely neglect our own. And then we wonder why things are not working out. 
right? There's a quote about changing the world, right? I thought I was brilliant, so I tried to change the world, and then I actually became wise and started changing myself. Something to that extent. I didn't say it exactly, but you get the idea, okay? Our business is our business. We are the ones that will manage our mind and renew our mind to the mind of Christ because the mind, what I call the monkey mind, the survival brain is like a toddler that just runs around all day. (laughs) One minute it's this emotion, the next it's this emotion, right? It's just all over the place. And you do not need to entertain and partner with every thought that you think, right? The Bible says, take every thought captive that's exalting itself above the truth. So in order to do that, you actually have to think about what you're thinking about and manage your mind. What's easier is to renew your mind so that you don't have to do as much managing, okay? When your perspective, when your belief system is changed to empowering beliefs, beliefs that are aligned with truth, you don't have to manage it as much, right? The more truth you get in you, the more will come out of you. You'll actually be able to stand on the truth when you need it most. So renewing your mind, then also paying attention to your emotions, right? Our mood is quite literally an atmosphere. It's energy that we're putting in motion, okay? A great way to think about this visually is a lot of our communication in the world is nonverbal, It's a huge percentage. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's up there, like 90%, something like that, right? So that should tell you it's not always what you say out of your mouth that people are receiving. It is quite literally your presence. And if you are not full of God, what are you full of? Just going to throw that out there. (laughs) So less of me, more of you quite literally means I need to empty myself of capital M-E so that I can be full of him, capital H-I-M, right? If I want to be the hands and feet of God in the world, if I want to be more loving of myself and others, if I want to really major in what God cares about and minor in the lesser things, I need to be less full of myself and more full of him in order to do that, right? Left to our own abilities, we will not love people well. It's just not going to happen. Apart from God, we cannot love ourselves or other people well. It just ain't going to work, right? You've probably seen that happen before, okay? So us literally getting connected with God is how we can stabilize our emotions. He will keep us in perfect peace as our minds are fixed on him. Meditate on the word day and night. Why? Not because that's just like a fun discipline, but because that's literally in equipping. That's helping you access and become aware of your potential so that you can then actually express it in the world, right? You can't express what you don't know, okay? So that exposure to the truth actually equips you. It empowers you. And when you believe right, you start to feel really good. And then you start to act out of that place. And so the other piece here about managing your atmosphere is deciding what you're going to focus on and what you're not going to focus on. So there are absolutely three decisions that can change your life. What am I going to focus on? What meaning am I going to give it? And what action will I take? What am I going to focus on? I get to decide that. That is me using my authority. What am I going to focus on? Two, what is the meaning that I'm going to give something? Because the meaning that I give something is what changes how I feel about it. And that determines then the energy that I have to live my life. Okay. And then number three, what action am I going to take? Okay. Because I decided I'm going to focus on this. This is the meaning that I'm giving it. Now, what action am I going to take? Right. Belief or faith without action 
ain't going to work. Faith without works is dead. You might as well not even believe, right? You've actually got to act on your faith. That's what makes it active faith. Okay. All right. So ruling your day is ruling your atmosphere and staying in your business. Give people the freedom to handle their own business. Okay. Right. What we have a tendency to do is we want to like step into the insides of other people. We want to think for them. We want to speak for them. We want to feel for them. We want to assume that we know exactly what's going on inside of them. And the truth is the spirit filled real talk for today. (laughs) We have no idea at any moment in time what is going on in somebody else. That's why there's a quote out there that says, be kind, be kind, be compassionate. You have no idea what somebody else is dealing with. Okay, so and if you're ever in doubt about that, think about yourself from any given moment. Do you have any idea what you're thinking, what you're feeling and how to manage yourself? That's a full time job. That's why it's your job. Okay, job one is taking care of you. Number four, limitless people bring forth new and unique solutions. Limitless people bring forth new and unique solutions. Think about this. Why not you? You are connected to the creator of the universe, not just connected. He is living inside of you. That means you have the capacity to always be stirring up and activating new solutions to any problem that you face. The, the, just because there is a problem that you face, right? That is not actually a problem. Like you are the solution, right? There's a reason that you're seeing that. There's a reason that you're experienced that, that you're exposed to that because you are an answer. You're an answer. So sometimes a really great prayer is, Lord, make me an answer. God, enlighten the eyes of my understanding that I might see the best solution, a heavenly solution to this problem that I'm facing, right? Open me up. Open my eyes to that. Help me to see this differently so that I can release heaven on earth right here with this situation, right? So, so powerful. So it is your very nature, actually, to be coming up with creative new solutions to everything, okay? So, so powerful. Now, Next one, limitless people walk in uncommon favor. Limitless people walk in uncommon favor. I had a client, I just cracked her up because I said (laughs) she was sharing something and it it was heavy, it was hard, right? And I said, but you have favor on your face. (laughs) and she just started cracking up because sometimes we forget that we forget that we are blessed and highly favored and that's just not a cute saying that's actually reality okay and when you walk like you have favor on your face that means that you can be present in the moment that means that when you go to different places you go there on assignment everywhere your feet walk everywhere your foot is planted you have authority okay And you show up like you're there to influence, like you're there to bless, like you're there to love, like you're there to uplift, like you're there to encourage. You are on assignment everywhere you go. That's not something to be casual about. That's something to very much pay attention to because nothing is random. And you're not here just to sleepwalk through your life. You're here to be awake to it all. Okay? Super, super powerful. Number seven, what do limitless people do? Number seven, 
They speak life and victory. They speak life and victory. And let me be real on this one. It is so easy to, on a bad day especially, to get caught up in things. We can be tempted to give into an offense, right? Somebody said something offensive or showed up in a way that was dishonoring or disrespectful, and now we want to get offended about it. That's a choice. You know, there's there's other things that, you know, something might not have gone according to our plan. We might have wanted to sell this house and it didn't sell, or we might have wanted this deal to go through and it didn't go through. And suddenly we just feel some kind of way about our business or about our career, right? We, we could have felt like we were really making progress in a relationship and suddenly we get in an argument and that's just not you know, what what we thought should happen. And so now we feel some kind of way and we want to just talk bad about the relationship. But here's the thing. When you are gossiping, when you are murmuring, when you are complaining, when you are judging, when you are comparing, you, one, are getting out of your own business. Two, you are not modeling the way. And three, you are inviting more of that into your experience. So every time you phone a friend and you just want to gossip about somebody, Anytime you watch the news and you want to go talk to another person about the news and all these things that are happening, which is just your speculation, not truth. Anytime you start doing that, you're just saying, yes, more, please. I would love some more of that on my plate, right? You invite that into your experience quite literally. So unless you want to see more of the same, it would behoove you (laughs) to speak life in victory. Do you actually believe that you are full of life and that you're living from victory or nah, right? If you do, you will speak it. Now, I will say this is not just an affirmation. Affirming truth is great, but declaring it over your life specifically when it doesn't look or feel like it, that is where the rubber meets the road. Speaking life in victory is a discipline that you practice so that you can use it when you need it most, okay? And if you really want to experience more life in victory in your life, it starts with your mouth. The same mouth that speaks blessing also speaks cursing. So rather than negating all of your results that you do want, maybe you do actually get your belief and your faith to a level, but then you start speaking negatively and speaking darkness over the very thing you were building up your faith. It doesn't work, it cancels it out, okay? So the work here is to speak life and to speak victory, all right? Number eight, limitless people fight battles that matter. Limitless people fight battles that matter, okay? So what this means is I refuse actually to get caught up in the petty or the drama, all right? I refuse to take the bait and somebody that wants to invite me into that. I refuse to get caught up in strange accusations that aren't rooted in anything at all. That's just frankly a waste of time, energy, emotion, resource. Ain't gonna do it, right? But that's a standard and I got there from doing a whole lot of that and experiencing the pain and the frustration and the suffering and the stuckness of that. Enough is enough. I ain't gonna do it. I actually refuse to do it. If you wanna live there, go ahead. But I am not going to do it, right? Again, all of these 10 things are standards. It's raising the standards in your life. When you raise the standards in your life, you radically change the quality of your life 
and what you're going to focus on and what you're going to give and what you're going to contribute. And if you have a high standard for giving and contributing in the world, you don't have energy for a whole lot of lesser things. And just decide that you don't need it, that you're not going to partner with it, and that you're not going to surround yourself with people that do. Okay? So fight battles that matter. What does that mean practically? One, boundaries boundaries are key here for sure so that you don't engage in battles that don't matter. Two, it's making sure that you have a high priority in taking care of yourself so that you know, in your weak moments, you don't give in to the temptation to take the bait and to partner with that kind of stuff. And it is also being clear on what the battles are that do matter, right? When do you need to speak up? When do you need to stop tolerating being controlled, right? And actually confront what is not working and what is not right and do something about it? When do you need to stop watching things that are actually disrupting your soul and actually rise up and engage and do your part in shifting a matter, right? What are the things that matter, but fight the battles that do? A lot of times this is, you know, this could be something like getting out of an addiction. This could be something like fighting for your family in some kind of way and refusing right? To, to serve lesser things. Me and my house shall serve the Lord. I'm not going to partner and invite all this other stuff into my home, right? So in a very practical level, it can just be your initial sphere of influence, but then it could also be your mission and what you're here to do in the world and really getting involved in those things and not just sitting on the sidelines, but getting in the arena, okay? So fight the battles that matter, And really pay attention to things that don't, right? Like, is this going to matter a year from now? Is this going to matter five hours from now? (laughs) Is this going to matter five years from now? If it's not, that probably is letting you know, wisdom would say, it's not a battle that matters. Number, what are we on? Six, seven, this is eight, actually. Okay, I jumped off. This is number eight. Number eight, limitless people insist on progress insist on progress in literally every area of your life, in your beliefs, in your expression, in your growth, in your contribution, in your relationships, in your business, in your health, in your family, whatever it is, you insist on progress always, okay? So progress actually equals happiness. When you are progressing every day, you are moving forward. You're making faith moves, right? You're stacking results in your life of more of what you do want to see and what you know is right, that you know is in integrity, that you know is in alignment. And you're progressing every day. And that's what makes us happy. We want to feel like we're moving forward, like we're advancing, like we're evolving, right? And we're actually designed to. We're designed to move from glory to glory and from faith to faith, okay? So we do that by progressing one day at a time, one step at a time, one moment at a time. It's not just these big, hairy, scary goals. It's literally the simple things every day, okay? Number nine, limitless people give generously of our time, of our energy, of our resources. We don't look for other people to do that for us. We just do it. That is the standard. I'm going to give generously of what I have. I'm going to do it as inspired so that I don't become, right, overwhelmed or overextended. So there's wisdom in this. 
but we give generously. We don't hold everything close to our chest. So if you've developed a lot of knowledge, the purpose of you having all of that knowledge is to give it, to share it, to teach, okay? If you have really you know, grown in your ability to care for other people, you find ways to give generously of that gift of caring, of that superpower of compassion. You find ways to pour that into other people, okay? Just some simple examples there. And then lastly, number 10, limitless people over deliver in everything they do. There's no like, "Mm, I'm just going to like skirt by. I'm just going to do just enough, right? They over deliver in everything they do. Why? Because God is a God of excellence. Why? Because you're not operating in your own sufficiency. You're operating from his. Why? Because that's gets people's attention, right? That is truly loving and caring for people. Why give them just enough when you can give them exceedingly abundantly above all they dare ask, think, or imagine, right? God has equipped you to do that. Why would you hold back? And the important thing about having this as a standard is that you don't want to train yourself in doing less than, in hiding, in holding back. Because really and truly, do you want to get good at that? Do you want to get good at hiding and not showing up for your life? Do you want to give good at holding back when you could give? When you could bless? When you could advance? Or, or release a breakthrough to somebody? Do you really want to hold back? No. Right? Like you want to leave this world fully tapped out and you only practice that by over delivering in everything you do. It's your standard. You do everything as unto the Lord, not according to man. You do it as unto the Lord. Okay? So today's message is a reminder that you are limitless, not in and of yourself, but as you partner with God and as you remember who you're connected to right? A well that never runs dry. A power source, a power stream of fuel that will never shut off. It is constantly flowing, but are you connecting? Are you tuned into it? Are you tapped into it? Are you turned on to it? Are you aligning with it so that you can flow in it? Are you emptying yourself of you, of your worries, of your cares, right? There's a scripture that says, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. What does that mean? That means the things that are heavy, the things that are frustrating, the things that are overwhelming, I'm going to cast that on to God because I know that he cares for me. And in exchange, the divine exchange, he's going to fill me with him, his strength, his strategies, his divine ideas, his wisdom, his revelation, his power, his might, his enablement. I'm here for it, right? Like I will gladly give you these things that aren't working out for me because I absolutely want to be full of you and not me right? So emptying yourself is not this negative thing. It's such a blessing to be able to do that. Thank God that I don't have to figure things out in my own mind, right? Thank God that I don't have to operate in my own strength because man, I don't feel like I have any right now. Thank God that I don't have to figure this out because I'm already partnered with the one that already has the solution and the answer, He had a solution before I ever had a problem. Thank God that he already does, right? Hope is restored when you remember who you're connected to, right? Anxiety often comes from looking at the future without God in it. And you 
having to figure it all out. You having to lean on your own understanding. You have to think about all that the world is thinking about that's not working. It's insanity. But when you're a partner with God, truth invades. Sanity comes. Peace comes. Joy comes. Righteousness, right? The kingdom comes. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That comes to you as you decide to forget the former things to turn aside and focus, fix your focus on God, right? That is a practice. That is a discipline. That is a standard. That is what you train yourself to do because you know the other options and they're there, right? And you've already made decisions for lesser things. You've already tried to navigate your own strength and understanding. You've seen that movie before, probably many times right? You've seen how that goes. You see how it plays out. You see how it ends and you have a greater option and you always do. And so limitless people choose to live like it. They choose to set their mind on things above. They choose to be limitless in the world. They choose to release their limitations to God and invite him in to their circumstances, to change them by his power and for his glory. So today is an invitation, a reminder that you are limitless. And if you're unclear, there's just some things that limitless people do differently. And what I offered today was a list of 10 things that I believe that limitless people do. And I can definitely back every single one of those with truth. However, The real homework, the real fun work, as I like to call it, is you putting this to work and coming up with your list of 10 things. What are your standards for operating in the world? Who will you be? What will you do? What does you, without limitation, look like? What does that feel like? What would that be like? How would that change your life? What would you be able to create? Who would you be able to inspire and contribute to? What would you be able to do without all the limits that you've put on you? Come up with your own list of 10 things that you, as a limitless person, do. And I would use your name here too, just to make it more personal. But the idea behind this is that this needs to be absolutely real and very practical for you because the rubber meets the road when you actually embody this. Not when you just do the fun exercise, not when you just think about it, but when it shifts from your head to your heart and you actually walk this out in your life. It's got to be real for you. So you can hear me say something and be like, whoa, man, this chick just dropped some gold, right? You could do that. That's cool. And you can even take some as inspiration for now. But the real impact is going to come from you embodying what's true for you. And you're going to know it. You're going to feel it in your spirit. You're like, heck yes. Like this is what limitless people do. So when you're in a situation that seems limited, just straight up looks like it, feels like it, like this is limitation. Then you're like, whoop, what does a limitless person do in this situation? What does me partner with God look like here? How would this change the meaning? How would this change my focus? How would that change how I'm going to act in the world? Because remember the three decisions that will change your life, what you're going to focus on, the meaning that you're going to give it, and the action that you're going to take. 
And having this perspective, this context liberates you. It provides so much freedom for you to show up and for you to be who you were always designed to be in the world. And that is what gets supernatural results. The more you are that person in the world, the more all of the promises that are assigned to you find you. (laughs) And the more you're busy about God's business in the world and what he wants to do and reveal in and through you to your spheres of influence. Big things. Big things. Okay, so taking this further, if this message was like, yes, yes, you just read my mail. This is exactly for me. Here are some things for you to do. One, if you haven't subscribed to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast, what in the heck? Make sure that you do that now, right? Where you are fed, you just want to show honor. That's such a gift, right? Anywhere you go to really get fed and inspired, show honor. That's like receiving more. Yes, more of this, please, right? So show love to the people that are totally blessing you, inspiring you, helping you be more of who you are in the world and uplifting your soul. Do it. So subscribe to the podcast. I also recommend copying the link and share it with a friend. Dude, have you listened to this podcast? It will totally bless you on your drives to work or on your walk or when you're whatever you're doing, you're multitasking, cooking dinner, whatever it is, right? Send it to a friend. Send it to a friend. Sharing is caring. Okay, so that's number one. Two, visit julianapage.com. There are different ways that you can get activated into materials depending on the level that you're at. Number one, there are different books over on the website. You don't have to read them in any particular order. How I like to approach books is I like to literally look at the title or look at the tagline or read the back and see what it's about. If it's totally relevant to the season that I'm in, I'm buying that sucker and I am absorbing, I'm absorbing the content. Okay. So there are books literally under the book tab on julianapage.com that could totally bless you depending on what your season you're in. And then there's two other things that I want to invite you to, to explore to really take this further. Because like I said, you could absolutely read a book and be like, yes, this is the fresh perspective that I needed. But if you actually apply what you learn, that's where it becomes powerful. Knowledge alone is not power, but applied knowledge is, okay? So ways that you can actually apply knowledge and radically grow into limitless living, in fact, accelerate your limitless life, number one, private one-on-one coaching, for sure. Having somebody that is set on you and your goals and you achieving those goals and you making massive faith moves in your life, somebody that is unapologetic about that, that holds space for you to do that powerful work in the world, I don't know where else you find that other than working with a one-on-one coach. Okay, so that is a vehicle of transformation. That's what it is. And so I have a few spots on my calendar if you do want to work one-on-one with a coach and make this very personal and real for you for such a time as this. Two, I have group coaching as well. If that's not what you can invest in in this season, I do have group coaching. There is a community called Courage Co., And this is where I am on a mission to help people live their most courageous and impactful story. Okay, so there's different ways that you can get plugged in there. You can get into a monthly subscription where I am doing live workshops, where I am bringing inspiration and prayer calls and tools to you every month. And there's new information, there's new homework that you can get plugged into for a rate 
for a coach that you will not find anywhere else. And there's also the God's Vibes Mastermind. I know that I've talked about this before, but this is taking it further. It's essentially topics like reclaiming your spiritual authority, learning how to co-create and partner with God, learning how to really rule and reign because you are here to walk in dominion. And dominion is not controlling people, but it is using your authority to change environments. Okay, so it's learning how to do that. And it's also learning how to just grow in your intimacy with God and grow in your relationship with God so that you know God personally for yourself, not through a sermon, (laughs) but you know God personally for yourself, because that is the one thing that will absolutely change your life, not just change it, but radically transform it. Okay, so this is a community that you can get involved in either the masterclass community or the mastermind community. Both have massive value. Both will bless your socks off. You just got to decide which one is for you now and get plugged in there. Okay. So those are great resources that I have for you. And there's going to be more events coming too. So anytime I do a local event or a virtual event, you'll know about that if you get involved in the Courage Co. community. All right, guys, I have... I think, let's see, I think that's it. Yes, that is all I have for you today. I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. 